This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I have been extremely open about my struggles with severe anxiety, depression, childhood trauma, and therapy has honestly given me the tools to not only get through the everyday, but enjoy every day. Whether you're coping with trauma, stress, a specific hardship, whatever it may be, you don't need to feel ashamed of normal human struggles because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you because there's BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You all know I always complain about how expensive therapy is, but BetterHelp therapy is much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are working with therapists from home. I mean, what's the harm in trying it? I guarantee BetterHelp's therapists will provide you with a new perspective on your current struggles. BetterHelp has a special offer for Meet My Mess listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash meet my mess. That's better H E L P dot com slash meet my mess. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode. Welcome back for real to another episode of Me, My Mess. As you guys are hearing this, I am in the Canary Islands. Up until about three weeks ago, I thought that the Canary Islands were in Southeast Asia. Fun fact, they're in Spain. So I'm in Spain. You haven't heard from me in a little while. Yes, I've been traveling a lot, but that is not why I haven't recorded an episode. There are a multitude of reasons why I haven't been recording. Honestly, I've been a hot mess. <laughs> I've been falling apart left, right, center. Um, I, You can probably hear I'm sick. I've been sick for about two weeks now. I was in the hospital twice. Go back and listen to my other episodes if you want. Sorry, I just got to look like what looks like a Chinese virus notification. Not that kind of virus. Computer virus notification on my computer. Anyways, I've been in the hospital. I've been sick. I've had repressed childhood memories coming up that I'm trying to work through. So overall, I just needed a couple weeks to get back to myself. I'm still a fucking disaster and maybe it would have meant for made for good content, but a show actually is a lot, a lot of work. <sighs> much to many people's surprise 
talking about the show, you might notice the audio sucks. I still don't have a microphone. I still don't have a ring light, even though honestly, this lighting is better than whatever I had in Vancouver. Look at my fucking bedside table, though. I made my bed thinking that that would be the thing that made me look tidy. But then you look over at my bedside table. We have a coffee mug, a cup, a water bottle, sunscreen, headphones, a charger, my laptop, and a vibrator. Cool. If that doesn't get them to the YouTube, nothing will. Anyways, that's a little update on me. I'm actually going to be releasing an episode with a guest right now. I'm about to record. I'm just waiting for her to hop on. But you might have heard her in my Valentine's Day episode on the 14th. That's when Valentine's Day is. Yep. Still, still every year it's the 14th. Every year it will continue to be the 14th, but we haven't recorded just one-on-one to talk about her. She is the host of the 21st Century Podcast and her name is Sarah Myers. So before I bore you to death, I'm going to piggyback off of her. So without further ado, <laughs> Sarah Myers, everyone. <laughs> okay, Great. Sarah is back, baby. And she brought a couple friends. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> Start the day off strong. I also have shot a clock. And I have my tequila oh my god she's so you're so much more prepared than i am what time is it there um, late enough <laughs> noon 20 noon, do- noon 20 <laughs> hey if you're recording a podcast, when you're recording a podcast there's really no limitations on when you can drink because it's kind of part of the process there's no rules None, especially because we're in different time zones. You know, there's really no, no rules, no limitations, none of it. I should be taking fucking shots, but I'll take. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) you were like the earlier in the day for you, like early morning, and I was like, I always take shots before I record, and I'm gonna be taking shots at ten thirty. Fuck it, whatever. If we will adapt. (laughs) Have you? So you've never recorded an episode so or sober? I have. Um, I definitely, I have. I feel like majority of mine, I've definitely had a varying degree of alcohol yeah. um, in me. But I, there definitely have been some, like some of my more serious episodes I have done sober. Yeah. Yeah. not many but some are sober (laughs) a select few I feel like all my episodes I'm at least super stoned um when I'm Mm -hmm. drunk I make great make great episodes but then sometimes when I listen back when I'm high I'm like you sound so exhausted (laughs) even if I listen back when I'm editing sober and I'm like oh god who is this that I'm listening to right now because she sounds fucked up 
but I'm not going to lie. I make myself laugh. Yeah. I make myself laugh and I'm like, should I like re-record that? Nope. Nope. We're leaving it. You can't, right? Because if you re-record everything over and over again, it literally, it's just not you, you know, you have to release what you naturally kind of talked about and how you naturally spoke because you're not gonna be able to recreate like a different character every single time you record, you know? So, oh, that was seductive. (laughs) You're like, what? Oh, literally. And it's also like, I feel like if you just want to like re-record this part, then you're going to re-record that part. And then you're going to re-record that part. And then you're never going to put out an episode. It's like at a certain point, you just have to be like, fuck it here, upload, done, take it, take it away. I always tell myself that nothing is as embarrassing to anyone else as it is to me. I don't know if that's true, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with it because it's the only possible way. It's actually, so before I dropped out of college, I was a psych minor. Okay. And I think the concept is called the spotlight effect. I'm going to fact check, but I could be really wrong. But basically, let's say you're in a grocery store and right before you went in, you like spilled coffee on your shirt. You're like, oh my God, every single person in this store is going to be like seeing my coffee stain. But every single person in that store is so focused on themselves mm-hmm. that there's a solid chance they're probably not even going to be able to, when they walk out, it's like, oh, well, what color was their shirt? They're going to be like, who? Yeah. And I think it's called the spotlight effect. Basically, yeah, it's so true. Like, we pay way more attention to ourselves than anyone ever would. Let's see. Psych concept. I think it's a spotlight effect. I might be a college dropout, but I still know. What out? The dropout? <laughs> the dropout? <laughs> yeah, I dropped out of college. Oh, there is something in psychology known as a spotlight effect. This is the phenomenon where people tend to overestimate how much others notice aspects of their own appearance or behavior. Yeah. So it's like you basically you're like, oh, my God, people are going to be like noticing this, 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 this and this. And it's like they're not even going to notice three fourths of it. No. Anyways, even like and if someone did notice the small ass things like you'd be like, what are you fucking doing? Paying attention to every small ass move I make, you know, it's so that's when you flip it around and gaslight. You're like, wow, you're really fixated on me. Like, do you not like that? This is really weird. Like it's giving Joe Goldberg. Are why are you so focused on me? <laughs> why are you so obsessed? And then they're going to feel really weird. And then you're like, yeah, fuck the coffee stain on my shirt. You're the weird yeah. one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I totally had that the other day. You know, when someone's like, Hey, you want to play music? And you're like, that's like my dreaded most question. I love my music taste, but when someone's like, you take the aux cord, I'm, nothing gives me more fucking anxiety in my whole life than take the aux cord. And then when you start, I'm off- like, I might as well put on like fucking like 12 days of Christmas right now. Like, what the fuck? No matter what I play, I'm going to feel embarrassed and judged and awkward, you know? But there is no better feeling than when you get aux and you put on a song. And even if it's one person's like, hey, what song is this? And you're like, like, good song. Who's playing this? Who's on aux? And you're like, me. You're like, me. (laughs) (laughs) Way in the back of the club. Absolutely. That's so funny. So how are you? How have you been since we last talked? Any changes? Yes. Whoa, there's so. Oh, okay. What's what's new? 
I am, I'm still in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. But I, with my roommates who are incredible, we were out last weekend yeah. and we went and got our lips tattooed. So I got howdy. Howdy. That's the most Tennessee thing I've ever seen in my whole fucking life. And then I got a moon on my finger. Oh, cute. I like that and then one. I got a genie lamp on my ankle. <laughs> oh my gosh, you like full on went and got tatted. Are those your first tattoos? So this is, yeah, so this was um, five, six, and seven for me. Oh, okay, five, but, six, and seven tattoo. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, so I have four. How did feel? The hurt? Um, this was... I think this might have been the least painful one that I've ever gotten. Other, I have a cross behind my ear, and I think this one was the least because it didn't take long at all. It took all of 20 seconds. This one, I think, was actually, like, the least painful. Crazy. Oh, my God. But other than that, no. Nothing's new. No boyfriends, (sighs) no girlfriends, no... No, because Still dating single. in Nashville fucking sucks. <laughs> dating ah. everywhere fucking sucks, bro. I literally can't deal with how many men. I don't think I've met one man in the past three years that has not wanted casual sex. Like everyone is like, let's fuck and I'll leave right after. I actually hooked up with a guy last night who came in, had sex with me, and then literally got dressed. And I swear to God, he backed out slowly out of the doorway. And he's like, okay, bye. And I was like, bro, this is how you're going to fucking end this? And he's like, when you're in London, you, sh- you should come over again. And I'm like, it was literally the most degrading thing ever and the sex was degrading too which like I like normally but I like need a little bit of like care afterwards and he was bro he was 38 so it just shows they don't get better as they get older (laughs) they're still such dicks it doesn't matter if they're Italian if they're American if they're 20 if they're 50 they all just want to get their dicks wet um yeah and there's actually this oh what he is 32 uh maybe i shouldn't show that well it's whatever <laughs> it's literally on tinder and he's picture of like mountains that's it okay. he's 32 his bio says um i'm double protected back he's 32 i'm double protected vaccinated and had my vasectomy can't give you covid or baby the most interesting about thing about me is my 634 credit score I have literally been told that I am the sultan of twat. On a serious note, I'm married. So yeah, there's that. Not looking for just a hookup either. Need something more than that. Well, I swiped right because I felt it would be good for the plot. And we matched. And so I think I have something. What do I have in my bio? I think it says something like, I have seven tattoos. Come find them or oh, some stupid and so he said i'd love to find them tattoos and so the amount of men on these apps like it's when i change the ages to 30s that are married and are like looking for something discreet my wife can't know no dude they're fucking everywhere in tennessee or That's at least crazy. in nashville it's like when i was back home in north carolina i'd see like 
one here and there, like looking for something discreet, like once in a blue moon, I'd see him, but here everywhere. I also I have never see. Yeah, him. no, but so. Okay. Why do you think that is? I'm, I'm just, just processing, but why do you think that is? Is there like a big stigma around divorce in Tennessee? No. Um, I think it depends on where, because I think a lot of like your backwoods, Tennessee, you're still dealing with like that, like ingrained Southern Baptist about how sky daddy and sky daddy only and like all like this like the um sanctity of marriage and like all this stuff but i think honestly i really don't think it's that fucking deep to be honest i think it's a matter of oh my god nashville music city bachelorette party capital of the states and it's like you have all these bachelorette parties you have all these girls coming for 21 you have all these birthday parties like spring break trips and it's just kind of this like conveyor belt of options mm-hmm. <laughs> like so brutal i'm going through the exact same thing right now traveling everyone just like automatically assumes because i'm here for like only like 2 months that i just want to literally take a new dick every single night and that's not <laughs> fucking gays but anyway. see it's so annoying because i my one of my friends asked me about this because so i'm bi and you would mm. think that that would like generate more options for me and i'd have like a larger dating pool no <laughs> no oh no lesbians in tennessee and in nashville i am trying so hard to fucking find them because Jesus, fuck. Most of the guys around here look like they would fucking hate crime me. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's scary. And then you get a lot of guys like, yes. And I'm like the fucking like MAGA holding the fish photo. And I'm like, hi. Um, I I literally, I like to ask ask them. I'm like, oh, what's your most controversial opinion? Because I saw that like girl, I don't remember. So many have done it, but on TikTok and they like, it was a whole trend of asking like your dating app matches what your most controversial opinion is and someone was like yeah i just feel like women have more rights than they should and i said oh good cool thank you for your time glad we got this we already have so out of the way <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah I I said, a guy oh did. that's that's cute um sorry i totally cut you off but that's uh, yeah. no you're good you met a guy the other day I was just gonna say it's a quick story. I met a guy the other day who basically told me that um, he believes that back in the past when if someone like hit an officer, like a drunk guy hit an officer, like bumped into them, that they should have like the right to like beat them and all that. So like cool police brutality. It's always coming from the white man, of course. We love them. We love to we love to hate them. Anyway, I was like, just just come on. US of A police like that fuck the good old days that's modern day over here like you want to talk about uh yeah dude police brutality like mm-mm, big fucking thing a cab a cab I don't I don't mm-mm. that is a whole political thing we're not gonna get into but in okay. the United States let's like, say we're dating <laughs> in the United States like police brutality is such like a like you push the button and you just 
it is a hot, hot topic over here. No, no, I know the last couple of years have been when I said since you are over in I'm insane. since you're over in Europe. Okay, I'm so curious to hear this. How many Italian men have you met? Because the Italian men in the United States are a fucking joke. And I'll explain why in a moment. So actually the last night, the guy I hooked up with, he was Italian. <laughs> so there's my first interaction. I met lots of Italian men. They're very, very sly. People say the Spanish men are slick, but now the Italians are the ones that are slick. They like, just like woo you. So like they woo you so much, but, and it seems romantic and nice. Right. But it's in a way that you need them to survive in life a little bit you know it's very it's still very sexist but they are like romantic I guess but I've met a lot of Italians yeah it's funny like a lot of guys from upstate New York yeah come to Nashville a lot for like boys trips or whatever and so I mean you've got like your you know Bronx Queens Long Islands like you've got your New York New Jersey Italians and I yeah and I think that they've truly crafted their entire personality from Jersey shore. Um, but (laughs) the amount of Italian stallions that I've met downtown, I'm like, Oh yeah. I like how they look, but as soon as they open their mouths, I like when they talk too. And then they say too much, you know, they say a little too much. You can talk to an Italian for about an hour and And I'm like, just offends you. Okay, so how are you feeling? Yeah, and I'm like, baby, I'm easy like that. You don't have to say this much. Yeah, I would have fucked huh? you until you talked. <laughs> like, you, baby, too much. You say like, you, me, let's go. I'm done. Yeah. You look like me. You got dark features. I'm done. You got tattoos that are over 6'1". I'm done. I'm you easy sound like Italian that, babe. right now. Are you Italian? <laughs> I am Italian. Yeah, I, I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm done. And all you have to like, I'm, I'm like, tell me your favorite fucking Sunday meal course and i'm done yeah easy done yeah you, they just gotta say a little bit less that goes for all men just say a little less because when you talk too much you always say something wrong and that's or just when you talk yeah in general so what are you looking for right now casual a relationship that is the million dollar question i it's funny because i go through well, okay. I know what I don't want. And what I don't want is like a very legitimate, serious, committed relationship. Like the thought of one genuinely, I, I think I'm going to like break out in fucking hives whenever <laughs> I think of one. And I'm like, Ooh, and I, it's like, but then at the same time, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm, I don't right right now in this very fucking current moment I just want to fuck buddy like I don't want to know like I don't want to know about your life I don't care about your family I don't even need to know your last fucking name okay like I have needs you have needs let's meet them and then be on our fucking way and if it's good I'll call you again if it's not have a great life yeah and it's I just and it's it's so it's so annoying to find that because and another thing is like 
I used to be like a one night stand queen. Yeah. And I think, I think my mentality really changed once I started sleeping with women because with, cause I like sleeping with masculine lesbians. And so like they normally, not always, not going to stereotype, but they normally have a strap on, hmm. you know what you're getting with men. You have to like roll the dice and it's like, is it going to be too small? Like, are you going to be able to satisfy like, and, and then it's, percent of the time they can't satisfy you especially the but first don't get me time. wrong don't get me wrong just because she's a lesbian doesn't mean she can't either i have had bad sex with women it does go both ways i wouldn't know how to, like, to fucking like, start with a woman oh yeah and then like with men i'm like oh my god we're vibing things are so well like the chemistry is off the fucking charts and then like you make that next move and it's like this is like what the fuck what the fuck is going on and it's just, it's, it's almost, I think I'm so obsessed with the chase and then like the catch I'm bored. I'm like, you're, I, it's like, I, I don't know when men give it up so easy. I'm like, really? Like, that's all it took Bye, done. Like you're easy. Yeah. And I think I've reverted back to like a 19, 20 year old frat guy mentality. <laughs> I'm like, mm, easy. Bye. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that's tough then because you know long story short I don't fucking know like I yeah I think it's because like I have had such violently unhealthy relationships in the past that I'm genuinely like afraid to get into one again because I I it's like I've become more independent and secure with myself but I'm never going to know like, oh, okay. Like, am I at a point where I can be the healthy one in a relationship until I'm in one and I don't want to roll the dice just yet. And it's, I don't, I'm getting very comfortable with where I'm at as an individual and as an independent person. And I think that's, that's my main priority. And I'm not going to allow anyone in my space to disrupt that progress and growth that I'm making. So it's like, my standards are so high, not that they're, unmeetable but I mean a lot of the like douchebags here for boys weekend downtown Nashville they're not even close to being there so I just and I'm not gonna waste my time I'm like nope do you have fun on to the next like I need like I need a fucking man or like with a woman like I need an equal I don't need someone that's like like you run your shit in your lane I'll run my shit in mine. Stay out of each other's. Yeah. Well, I can come into yours, but you can't come into mine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean though. I heard, I don't know where I heard this analogy, but I heard someone say like, um, I want to be able to live on my Island and you live on your Island. And then there's an Island in the middle that we both spend a lot of time on. And that's, literally so true like you need to be your own separate entities and then your own relationship also needs to be a separate entity it's a lot but you don't want a one night stand I do (laughs) but the thing (laughs) I do I don't know what I want I'll just know what it is when I want it yeah and it's like I I I don't know. There's sometimes where it's like, I think back to when I was like 19 and in college and like one night stands were no problem for me. But granted, I also had 
absolutely no self-respect. So there was, there was a correlation there. And I'm like, oh, if I could just channel just a little how bit you, of her. And it's also, I don't know. I think I'm like, huh? How do you think that there's like a correlation between those two, either your self-worth and your and casual sex? So first of all, if you are someone that genuinely enjoys having casual sex and one night stands here and there, it doesn't mean that you don't respect yourself. It doesn't mean that you like have low self-esteem that is not, but at least for me, I had a very next to non-existent self-esteem and like sense of self and self-worth. And so for me, I found my self-worth in physical relationships and like the more guys I could sleep with, the better I felt about myself, at least for a short period of time. Cause I was like, Oh my God, like all these guys want to put their dick in me. Like these guys want to take me home. And it's, I, I like kind of tweaked it in my mind to where it was very personal to me. And I was like, Oh no, like they want like me, not that. Oh, I'm literally just the most available and convenient. And it wasn't anything about like me as a person or my personality or like anything about me. It was just like, Oh, this bitch is easy. And she's like DTF kind of thing. Yeah. So, and then like once I really like, cause I never stayed the night with one night stands except for, I think maybe like one or two, but I never, like, that was my thing. We were done. I left. And I'm not like, I, why would I stay with you and sleep in my makeup and sleep? And I, you probably only have a fucking one pillow and one sheet when I can be home, I can take my makeup off. I can do, if that, if I'm (laughs) lucky, I can go home, I can take my makeup off and I can be my own fucking bed by myself. I never stayed the night. And I would go home after. And I mean, obviously literally, but I got to a point where I would just feel very empty and almost like dirty because I was like okay what am I actually doing and I and I wanted to not necessarily like come home to someone but I didn't want to leave and go home alone and I was like okay like we got to reevaluate here and it's like I think I know now how those guys actually saw me that I refuse to let myself be seen that way. And honestly, like, I don't give a fuck what people think about me. Like whatever you do, whatever you say, where people are going to have their opinions, regardless, I don't give a fuck, but it's like, I'm not going to exploit myself for their benefit anymore. That's the difference. It's like, no, like, I know that you don't want shit to do with me on an individual level. You just want to get your dick wet, which is fine to each their own, but I now know that it's not because you like me. It's just because I'm easiest and most available kind of option. How do you decipher that now though? Like how do you know if someone is worth the, the casual sex worth the one night stand? hang on two seconds you broke up i gotta take my roommates you're good i'll pause it okay you cipher yeah how do you decipher the difference between a guy who just wants to get his dick wet and a guy who 
genuinely finds you attractive, finds you interesting, but just wants something casual? I think it is a really big thing on where you meet them because so Nashville is Broadway is our downtown and that's where like the country artist bars are. And like, that's, you know, if you're in town for the weekend, that's where you go in town. And so if you're out here wasted meeting a guy on Broadway, there's a solid chance. Like he just wants to fuck you and never see you again. Nothing wrong with it. If you're, and it's like, if you're, meeting guys on dating apps and they're like hey what's your snapchat like they probably just want to send you pictures of their dick and then like on to the next and i think you have to like you have to ask yourself number one like okay where am i meeting this person like under what contexts have i met them and personally i don't like playing games anymore and trying to decipher like oh like are you just trying to fuck or like do you actually want to get to know me i will just ask i'm like hey what do you want here like do you just want like casual sex do you want to actually get to know me do you want to try and build something do you want to chill and see where it goes what the fuck do you want don't lie to me either like don't tell me what you think i want to hear tell me what you want and i'll let you know if it aligns with what i want in the moment yeah like so i don't i don't like to spend my time like oh like what are they what do they want? Like, no, I'm just going to ask you. And what would we'll be the ideal way for a guy to phrase that for you to be like, yeah, like, let's hook up and then see if we can fuck again. <laughs> um, I am never going to look at another woman, but you, I am never going like, I know I'm just kidding. Um, no, I was like, but I, wait, what? <laughs> you're like, huh? No. Like, none of this um, really adds up to me. <laughs> I think that. It's <laughs> no, I think it would be something about like, hey, hey, like I have my fool around when we can, and then like you have your life, I have mine. But I like, I don't know. I also like if I'm gonna be having sex with someone, I don't like having sex with multiple people at the same time or like I don't want them fucking multiple people just because of sexual health so like that's also something that you're rolling the dice with is it's like yeah and it's like that's like if you're like no 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 no, like I'm out here trying to play the field I want to get my dick wet almost every night of the week I'm like okay cool great like good luck I don't think this is gonna work okay and like I just I don't know STDs are really fucking scary to me and they're very rampant they're much more common than people I know. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no. They Hi. are. I feel like there's such a culture in North America, not so much over in Europe, I've noticed actually, of just like everyone fucks raw. And it's like, that's really not, not safe or not okay at all. Like, I don't know what got missed in sex ed but for some reason everyone's so much more worried about getting pregnant than getting an std and i feel like it should be the not even the reverse but like most girls are on birth control these days so that's probably not going to be as big of a risk for you as getting like chlamydia or herpes you know like those things are fucking oh literally where and it's like oh my god like the guys that are like, oh my God, but it doesn't feel as good. Like, 
Shut the fuck up, because I guarantee you in your mind, oh, it doesn't feel feels good. It's probably not going to feel good for me with or without a condom anyways, bitch. So just fucking wrap it up, say thank you, and send me on my way. Goodbye. (laughs) How do you tell a guy he has to wear a condom? You have to put this on your dick if you want to fuck me. (laughs) Do you? Oh, oh, you're not going to? Okay, bye. Yes, because I don't fucking trust men. And the thing ah. is, is like, I I don't fucking trust men. They're like, oops, sorry, I don't have I any. Don't have and it depends them. because I might be like, oh, okay, that sucks. See you later. And I'll just leave. Or if I'm like, I'm like, like a feral lab rat, I'll be like, that's fine. I have one right here. And that's what I've started be- doing too. I've started carrying them around. Cash them so off guard. I know because no guy expects for girls to care. No, because they don't, because they think you're so slick. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. I, there's like this stigma of like, oh, she carries around a condom. Like that's so slutty. I'm like, it's way sluttier for me to fuck a bunch of guys without a condom. Like at least I'm prepared. <sighs> like, okay. And so what if it is? I'd rather be a slut that's clean than a slut that's dirty. <laughs> Bye. So bad. So bad. <laughs> it's so true like i'd rather be a fucking slut, <laughs> slut that is just like like that shit can literally affect your fertility rates that can like some of these shits can kill you like some of these stds are fucking scary okay if i'm gonna be a slut i'd like to be a healthy one. Oh, of course and i think that like casual sex is for girls is becoming so much less taboo that you know, you just need to. We're we're have more notches than I feel like they did ten years ago, which is not a bad thing. Like we should be able to have a good time just as much as guys, but maybe people just talk about it. One hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's definitely like people talk about it more, but I think it's also like women's sexuality is becoming much more like acceptable to talk about and you know celebrated, and then you've got these massive female stars like Miley Cyrus, for example, Kesha, like Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi, like I go on and on, but you've got all these art doja that like builds their brand off like being sexy and fucking like intelligent, a bad bitch, a businesswoman, like whatever it is that they are. And like showing the two, like you can be a hoe and all these other things. It's not like one or the other. No, they're not mutually exclusive. Do you, f- so you feel like media has played a big part in sexuality. How do you feel like it's interacted like in other ways, you know, sex and media? What, how do you think that's changed um, sex at all? Do you have an answer to that or not really? <laughs> I think it's definitely, you know, I, it's funny because I think about, um, like I overheard this conversation with one of my bar guests when I was working about how like they can't stand Cardi B or Megan the stallion because of like how salacious they are and like their young daughters listening to them. And I'm like, what about your sons though? No, no well that, that, but I'm like, let's talk about like addicted by like safe. What was it? Saving able. I don't know, but it's like, Let's talk about all the songs with, or like, let's talk about like Lil Wayne or Eminem and like fucking Tupac and all these other male artists that are out. 
Tupac lives, but <laughs> all these other fucking, I don't want anyone to come for me. I love Tupac, but all these other artists that have been like doing this shit from the jump and like, so now you have an issue with two women up on stage, like using their sexuality to pay their bills and like using their bodies to pay their bills. When men have been capitalizing off of women for decades, literally since the beginning of the time, but like, you don't have an issue with that. Like, you don't have an issue back in like the fucking eighties and nineties. Like let's talk about like the fucking eighties hair here, like sex, drugs, rock and roll. Oh, but the second a woman does it, <gasps> my children can't see this. That's, That's good. Get the fuck out of here. Right. I've never thought about and how it's like men make. Have yeah. Men and it's like, you know, oh these like, gosh, these like sex. rock and roll bands. Like you want to talk about fucking like Keith Richards, make, jagger steven tyler like you probably you want to talk about all these fucking legends that you know when they were on tour it was so celebrated like drugs fucking cocaine sluts hoes alcohol partying and it's like you that's like what's associated with being a rock star but then cardi and megan get up on stage and twerk and all of a sudden you're ready to call the fucking pope yeah it's because like they're they're living up to the up to the standards you fucking that's it's like oh okay so when men them. want to objectify women and make a dollar off it no harm no foul when women want to objectify their own self and make a dollar off it yeah and it's one cool. of those things right where men like love it they love to see the sexuality and all that but they still judge it they still I'm like you guys are you get your panties in such a fucking bunch when you're out here like you fucking love the female body. You love the idea of the female body and like femininity and sexuality and all the things. But the second that a woman tries to claim it as her own, you all, now you have an issue with it. Oh my gosh. I've literally never heard that better articulated. That, that is <laughs> that such, is such like, that's like a pressure point for me. Like I literally remember, I think I, it might've been like mid early, mid late two thousands. I think it was like an Arby's or a Hardee's, some fast food commercial. And it was this like black muscle car. And it was this bombshell blonde in a bikini with heels, washing the car, eating the burger on the hood of the car. And I'm like, you guys really go to some great fucking links. And it's like, people are so obsessed with the female fucking body and like women being whores. But then when women are whores, it's in their own right and by their own standard and by their own choosing it's like no 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 no. it's okay when you're a slut when we make you one but when you choose to be one don't you have a child shouldn't you have a husband like don't you have like a career like where's your like where's your fam like shut the fuck up okay if a woman wants to be a whore or she wants to show some skin fucking let her okay calm down and like she's being a whore either way now you just know about it <laughs> and now you now that and now she's being a whore and you're not in control of it yeah she you're not seeing the female body on Pornhub or commercials or magazines or like under the male gaze you're seeing the female body the way that the female chooses to show her body and now all of a sudden you're fucking uncomfortable with it when you literally are going to all these fucking great lengths to like see a nipple or a vagina but then the second that she chooses to show it she's a whore 
Let me yeah. see your search history. Pull up your browser. Yeah. Let me see. Literally. Pull up your search history. So I guarantee you, you fucking love the female body. That's one thing I've never understood is like when girls are out here wanting to show skin and whatnot, why are you judging? Why are you not just like, I don't know. I don't understand it. Cause it's like, you're such fucking perverts. Like look at your search history and then you see it in person and you like want her to cover it up. I don't get it. So interesting. Men are such such the most simple yet hard to understand <laughs> creatures that are literally on earth.